just two local guys with so much to say. So listen to the real estate brothers today. In Hawaii, there's so much to do. There's hula, there's surfing, and real estate too. We just two local guys with so much to say. So listen to the real estate brothers today. What's up, folks? This is the August edition of the monthly market update. I'm gonna turn things over to Dean with his side of the report, and maybe we might start talking about buying ex murder houses up there, <laughs> Lower Ridge. You never know where this goes. You guys control where we head with this. If you guys have any questions or comments, please type it into the section below and keep us entertained as we go through this. But yeah, take it away, Dean. Yeah, thanks. Episode 54, Helene, still going strong. So like you said, hopefully we can go truly live in the very near future. So stay tuned for that. As I'm Dean Oeda, real estate investor and realtor in Honolulu, Hawaii. You can find me at realestateofhawaii.com or on YouTube slash realestateofhawaii. So jumping into information. So I just came back from a trip and I went to California and I really got sticker shock after the fact we did the disney we did the universal we did knott's berry farm we visited my wife's old school and i came back from the trip and it was only 10 days and asked her she did all the planning the booking of everything so i asked her oh what was what was the price tag on everything and she was like oh ten thousand dollars and i was just like in shock and we haven't traveled for ten, three years pre-covid that's fine but it just was i didn't think it would be close to I was maybe five maybe seven grand but keeping in mind we did pay for the lightning lanes or the fast passes at all these amusement parks so that we don't instead of waiting an hour half we could get in five ten minutes time is money so we definitely paid for it from that standpoint but it was for me really a sign of inflation if anything also when we came back I had to buy dinner and one thing that we picked up I went to L and I bought a lot of times I have the barbecue chicken, I just get a couple pieces, like three pieces. And then the when I called it in, the lady's like, oh, you sure you don't want to get a regular barbecue chicken plate? And I was like, oh, it's a little cheaper when I just buy the pieces. I get rice at home, no worries. And so, like, oh, no, you know what? It's actually the same if you buy the plate. And I was like, how much are the, is it a piece of chicken? And this is the, the boneless thigh marinated and, and cooked. And so she's like, oh, it's, it's $4. And I was like, $4 for a piece? And I was like, I remember... Six months ago, it was two seventy five per piece, so it came out a lot cheaper. But anyway, that's like a forty something percent increase in six months, and so I don't know. Those two things popped in, into mind in terms of this inflation is real. We're talking, I think, what did I say, nine percent, right? Is the hyperinflation going on right now? But just some fun facts that made me freak out in the last few weeks. I don't know about you, Lane, if you're getting any sticker shock on anything. The government doesn't track food or energy costs. So food can be skyrocketing in terms of inflation. They just don't measure it at 9.1%. That's true. So anyway, jumping into the meat and potatoes of my side of the presentation, median single, median prices for Ahu for the month of July. We saw not much change in terms of single family homes month over month, but we see a 12% 12% increase from prior year at 1.11 million. I think last month, June, it was similar, 1.110, I believe exactly. And on the condo townhouses, we it's up 6% from prior year, but it's down 
I believe last month for June, we were at 535000 for the median condo townhouse price, which at that time broke a new all-time record. So we're down from prior month, but up from prior year. Taking a look at days on market, we haven't seen much change. Still what we would consider a, a seller's market when you have only 12 days on market for both single family and condos. On the mainland, I know they're talking about a lot of doom and gloom these days. I don't think we've quite seen it yet here in terms of our lagging statistics in Hawaii. Closed sales, we see 308 for a single family, which is down 22% from same time last year, and 509 for condos, which is a 25% decrease from same time prior year. I like to look at new listings because when we're talking about prices going down or up, there's two sides of the coin, right? We talk about the supply as well as the demand. So on the supply side, we see how much is coming onto market. So for July, we had 398 new homes come on for single family, which is a decrease of 19% and 632 for condos, which is a 9% reduction from same time prior year, which takes us to the month supply of inventory. So we have... Still less than two months of supply of inventory for both single family and condos. So from that standpoint, by definition, we're still in a strong seller's market. Unlike the mainland, homes for sale for July, we have 577 and it's a 13% increase from last year. And we have 1,046, which is a for condos and townhouses, which is a 8% decrease from last year. But I guess the point of this slide is we still have relatively low inventories in terms of what's out there for our buyers to purchase. That you compare it to other parts of the country where they're already talking big doom and gloom. Las Vegas, this is from a few days ago, I think. It's Las Vegas, home prices falling after a heated run. So they're talking about a big downturn already. We're seeing that they have like over a 300% increase in terms of available inventory. They have 5,750 houses on the market at the end of June versus 1,700 in February. So we, it's tripling in terms of what's available compared to only five months ago. We also talk about nationally, they're saying it's, we're having 60,000 homes, transactions that fell through, and that's the highest cancellation rate since mid-2020. So stories that we're hearing on the mainland they're ahead of what we're seeing here, I guess you could say. But we'll talk about the like the reason. It's very simple. Interest rates shut up about a month ago, and it just did again. So people can't afford as much because the affordability is determined by how much they can, how big of a loan that they can get. So when the interest rates go up, their affordability, their purchasing power goes down, and that it directly and creates the situation where people drop their contract because their lending falls through. So when you go into a con, that lending isn't there for you because you can't borrow as much because you're below the rates. So it's not yeah. like people are like, things are going to go way down. I don't believe that. It's just a quick cause and effect, which is good. Yeah, good point. Because we mentioned it too, is when rates were like half, like under 3% a year ago, it's, and your people are trying to buy at the top of what they can afford, especially in Hawaii. Because if they're maxing out their leverage to get a fixer-upper and not even their dream home. We had a comment. You posted some... I missed that one. Sorry. From oh, it's Kobe. like a comment about like crypto. Like those cryptos guys got their ass kicked too. Yeah, invest in real stuff like real estate. Was Cody mentioning we should buy crypto? 
or the Bitcoin. I don't know. I don't give out any <laughs> don't even go there. financial advice or investment advice. Apparently, that's what financial planners are supposed to do. But I... We mentioned in previous podcasts, too, in terms of even the interest rates, where they're at, it's, we're still at relatively low rates compared to what it was in the 70s and 80s. And I put this slide in just because... Yeah, the, I think that's uh, um, for like unsophisticated or... They like freak out when it goes from 3% to 5 6%. And it's, if you can still make more than that, 10 12%, then really the decision hasn't changed, right? In, but like most people range. get sticker shock over taking money out of their properties and now they have to pay 2 more percent. That's what old school mentality of money. They worry about the debt service co- costs. Versus banks who are doing interest rate arbitraging and has no... Bearing to your point, it takes out the emotion because yeah. you're playing the differences, right? Hey, rich get richer and the uneducated get poorer. And I guess we'll see you at Club 33 in Disneyland one day, Dean. Keep investing the right way. So anyway, yeah, the point of this slide was to, to show, I think last month, the interest rates were like 5.7, but we actually had a dip earlier this month or earlier in uh, July where it went down even a little bit. So now we're at the low fives. So that's gives people breathing room. But again, the doom and gloom or the fear that the trend is going to be upward is what is probably getting the tire kickers out of the way in terms of buyers and tra- transactions in Hawaii. My mission at simplepassivecashflow.com is to help hardworking individuals like you do what I did, which was leave a professional career behind by building an investment portfolio where the passive income exceeded my daily expenses. It frustrates me that there are so many people out there mindlessly investing in Roth, IRA, 401k, mutual funds, or worse, going through a useless financial planner who is just selling retail and financial products. Here's the problem. There are multiple middlemen taking a cut of your returns, all the while you take all the risk. In our community, we spend a little bit of effort to educate ourselves and build organic relationships with other past investors to source the best off-market opportunities, all while enjoying higher returns and better security because the asset that you purchased is a real hard asset, not some kind of fake stuff like a crypto or altcoin. The trifecta is simple. Number one, syndications to get number two, passive losses to unlock other tax best practices. And thirdly, infinite banking. Join our network for more insider access and educational material at simplepassivecashflow.com slash club. And also sign up for a free strategy call once you're in there. Enter our ecosystem. So if you did come out to Hawaii on our annual investor retreat, you'd be able to develop those relationships with the right people. To check out future events, go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash events. And we'll see you in person. And then the thing too is I have, sometimes we have buyers who are like, oh, it costs to buy a house is so expensive. I'm just going to go and rent. But the truth of the matter is that even rents are skyrocketing also. So this, I think this is from yesterday from Hawaii News Now, is it said that Honolulu is actually number three or the third most expensive place to rent in the entire country below Napa and San Jose, yeah, so Bay Area. The other alternative is to rent. And then keeping in mind, trying to get a rental is challenging too because of the lack of inventory in Hawaii too. And I think, Lane, one thing we talk about is the benefit of if you're not owning is you're also not having to put that 20% down or the down payment that you could, we always call lazy equity, right? So there's the two sides to that coin. Anyway, segue into our, I like to, you guys know, I like to talk about the scam of the month. So this month we have a fun cyber criminal QuickBooks scam. And so what these criminals are doing is they send you a phishing email and it looks like it's an invoice from a legitimate organization like Norton or Microsoft. And the email has a number for you to call and it directs you to call if the invoice seems shady. And so if you call the number, you'll be asked to confirm your credit card information. 
and cancel the fake transactions of what they're claiming. And fortunately, of course, if you give it to them, then all the criminals are going to be using it to make purchases. So as always, never call a number provided by a suspicious email and visit the, the company's official site, which is usually very easy to figure out, especially if it's a large business. If you ask to verify payment on the phone, ask the caller to see what they have on file yeah, to verify. It's like you're doing a two-factor authentication back towards them yeah, and to see making sure that they're legitimate. And if not, then you know something's wrong. Yeah, cybercriminals can use fake invoices to try to freak you out, but they won't fall for it. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it always seems very similar, but slightly they're tweaking it every time. So now we segue into this conversation lane, and I think I've been super following this. Say excited because then I'll offend people, but it's a heinous crime. But uh, there's not many gated communities in Hawaii. It's a very hot commodity. These houses. Yeah, there is a there is a Apparently, a domestic violence case up in Hoa Ridge, and then there's a murder in there. And I don't know. Have you ever had any murders in any of your rental properties or anything? Knock on wood, on my head now. Not so far. Yeah. We've had natural death, not that kind of stuff, but not, have, no. Have you ever had a buyer look at one of these like properties where the agent has? Does the agent have to disclose it? How does it work? So the disclosure statement is purely to be completed by the seller as always. But for my, the situation, like I've had listings where we had people pass away naturally, not a murder, in which case they disclosed. And I've had buyers come in and actually just, just leave because they're like, oh, someone passed away. No, thank you. I think the few cases that we had was Asian family and they didn't want to live in a house that had someone had passed away, regardless of what how they passed murder not i haven't dealt with anything directly or had anyone interested in taking a look oh if anybody wants to go give me a call and we can go take a look i think the open house is coming up this sunday which goes to my next slide this is this is just some peripheral information this as lane had mentioned the murder happened in the home and this wasn't very long ago too Um, but if you look at the pictures we're at what 2.5 million the house looks gorgeous uh, obviously, the scene of the crime was the bat, the bathtub, and they redid that. I didn't put that picture in. <laughs> yeah, that, and you can find the details online. I think pretty easily. I was reading up on that too to figure out why they did what they did in terms of the. I don't know, Lane, if you remember the coffee grounds. No, what was that? To I think it was for the smell. Oh. This, this was the one that they tried to pour concrete in the tub. Should have let them borrow your ozone. Yeah, that's why I was, I was scared to. Talk about this lane, because you, but anyway, what I also wanted to talk about is I just pulled the active listings in Hoyle Ridge in that neighborhood, and we see it as number one. The top, I'm sorry, the top at two point four nine five, and obviously it's the lowest price in the neighborhood. And we always talk about that too. Is when you're sometimes the strategy when you're buying a property is is owning the cheapest house in the most expensive neighborhood that you can afford, and. This is actually an example of that, barring the fact that you'd have to get past the big stigma that in theory will go away in time. So it could yeah. be a, an investment play from that standpoint. If anybody's really interested in it, reach out to Dean. I might want a JV on this project, if anything. I think it's a no-brainer. The price is going to go up. Like They, they yeah. did a half a million, quarter million dollar price reduction. And the people buying this house aren't local people. Exactly. Um, I don't think it's likely. Good. It's going to be some mainlander who doesn't totally unaware what happened 
They don't care because that stuff happens all the time on the mainland anyway. And again, it's not trying to disrespect anyone in the family of the situation, but just using it more as a case study and clinically point out that the, the, you see the price is obviously the lowest and for a reason, yeah. And that kind of discount could potentially mean baked in equity over time. And Dean and I don't get any cut from, we don't know those listing agents. So we're not even trying to promote their listing. It's just something interesting to talk yeah. about. Too often Actually, people buy things where there's not a little hair on it. And that's when you pay the prime dollar for it. And to end it off on something a little more light, I guess you could say, I did a video being that we're in summer. Funny thing is I've in my house that I lived in for the last what, six years, I've not even installed AC yet, but in thinking of my clients and my family and friends, did some research in terms of how to save money in terms of cooling costs during the summer. So we all know city prices are going up too, especially based on fuel costs going up. So a few quick low-hanging fruit or tips to try to save money on your AC bills is don't forget annual maintenance. I when I've always owned ACs in my prior homes, and I don't think I've ever paid for a maintenance. On my rentals, I have, I think, for the HVAC in the mainland when it was offered. But my primary residence, I don't think I've ever paid to have the filters, coils, fins cleaned by a, a company or even done personally by myself. So doing those kind of annual maintenance, which costs less than $200, will make your AC run more efficiently and obviously save money because it runs more efficiently. Yeah? Another tip is raise your thermostat. Especially when you're now at home, you can make it maybe 7 degrees low higher than you would than when you come home now with the smart homes and the timers you can always have it turn on you know, just before you get home another thing is if for each degree that you raise your thermostat that's a can equal one to three percent savings in your energy bill potentially also don't forget mother nature you can always use windows open your windows turn on your fans and speaking of mother nature planting trees and shrubs is a way to cool off your home naturally. One tree could equal 10 room air conditioners. Three trees can lower your energy by 30%. So some things to keep in mind during, as we end the summer, but I think August in Hawaii is actually the hottest summer month. Yeah. By when I was looking up information, I think last month I was getting a little hot. So I, I think every year I do that. I look up which month is going to be the hottest because I don't know when it's going to be over. And the trip to LA was really, it was, it was neat because it, the, it was sunny. The days were longer. Uh, sun was out longer, but it didn't feel as intense as it does here for one. And two, the nights are a lot cooler. It was, it was like mid sixties. So it felt like nice AC if we did the windows open. But anyway, I digress. So let's move on to Lane. Yeah. Or people can invest their money and not worry about. 300 bucks on utility bills. And that's, that's what drives me crazy. People have a million dollars in their house, not doing jack because they think that paying off their house is the right thing to do. Where if they'd got like half of that working, 500,000, put into something making measly 10%, there's 50 grand right there. That, can that send two kids to Marinol? I don't know. I, I believe even, so. Not mid pack, like, but I believe. Yeah, it would be one and a half kids to mid pack. But yeah. people complain that they can't afford things. Just shit. They don't have the money working harder than they are. But anyway, one place you don't want your money in is some of these crypto staking platforms. One of the biggest ones that kind of fell down was Celsius. If you don't know what this crypto staking thing is, I'm butchering it, but basically you put it into these platforms and people were getting 8 to 
by lending their coin. But what they really didn't realize, they didn't ask the question that all investors, good investors ask is, how am I secured? How's my investment secure? Like with a piece of real estate, you own title to a piece of real estate. It's a hard asset that if goes away, it's still worth something. Whereas like a business or this stuff, it ain't worth jack when things go bad. So why real estate? The study finds U.S. still needs 4.3 million more apartments by the year 2035. Dean also mentioned this earlier in the show that it's supply and demand. There's more demand for real estate. Population is going up. Pretty good bet. A commercial property executive reports that a lot of folks are rethinking refinancing, just like how residential homeowners are having trouble with the high rising interest rates has taken the sale out of activity because of the liquidity in this or the capital market crunch. Now, I did a pretty in-depth article on this, on the whole play between inflation, interest rates, and employment, how the Fed pulls the strings on these things, and how the current issue on the commercial real estate side is that the lenders are having trouble lending. You can still get loans. It's just it's costing a little bit on the front end. So that's decreasing the transaction volume, but it'll come up here soon. And this is talking about the same thing. There's a point where I plug my book. I'm trying to get over 100 reviews. Help me out. The Journey to Simple Passive Cashflow available on iTunes. Or you can check out the free audiobook version at simplepassivecashflow.com slash book. Is that the one? It's your voice too? Is that the one? Yes, that's where I cozy up in front of the camera and the dog comes around. Sometimes I'm carrying a kid and I read the book a lot. And I is it typically the author's voice? Is it typically the author's voice on the I think it norm. I think it normally is, but oh. sometimes they'll hire a fraction of times typically the industry standard. Oh, got it. All right, multi-housing news reports the housing shortage became a crisis. According to the report, U.S. underproduced $3.8 million of housing between 2012 and 2019. I think this also applies to Hawaii too. Yeah. And There's yeah. not a lot of inventory coming online and that's on the supply side yeah also it's talking about high inflation multifamily investing in a high inflation economy shifted from a manufacturing to a service-based one and we have a fed that is very proactive with the arsenal of tools that have been ready deployed to manage economic growth if you guys are really interested in learning about how the economy actually works with that um, all these quantitative easing quantitative tightenings Check out simplepassivecashflow.com slash Duncan for that quick one hour video. I did a two podcast with Richard Duncan, and uh, I bet if you watch that, you're going to be able to impress your friends. Maybe your I friends don't care. Maybe your friends wait, don't care. You brought up the point about uh, not having construction, not keeping up with the demand. And so now with hyperinflation, it's even a harder time to want to build. So it's challenging now because. Especially in Hawaii too, when we have a lot of red tape and just even arable land to build on, period. It's not like you, you can catch up in terms of your lack of keeping up with building new construction. Yeah. You can't catch up in like in a year, I guess is my point. And, yeah. and I think mainland, it's probably easier to catch up when in Hawaii you're battling land availability one and then two, just uh, getting all the permitting. It takes time, a lot of red tape. We're known to, Hawaii is known to be very challenging, even like when it comes to businesses, not business friendly. So all these different aspects make it a challenge to to solve this housing crisis, if you will. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I run for governor one day. That'd be cool. But that just seems kind of a waste of time. You have too many <laughs> skeletons in your closet. FN, U.S. residential median asking rents of 14.1%. So rents are skyrocketing, just like how Dean showed earlier. And this is, if you're a landlord investor, it's a no-brainer. Like you buy real estate and you benefit from the rising tide of inflation. Rent growth is slow, is likely slowing, but it's still growing. And I think that is, gets lost with all the doom and gloom and fear porn out there of the world is going to end and then the folks trying to sell gold. Yardi Matrix reports multifamily rents rise again in another thing. Zell warns that the Fed needs to break the inflation mindset. So Sam's a smart guy. I would Google him. He's always on the forefront. He's pretty old now, but Ooh, yeah, yeah. But he's pretty wise and all his picks are pretty spot on. He doesn't get caught up in all these crypto altcoin kinds of things. Very timeless type of value investment. A little bit different from Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is more of a buyer of businesses. Samzel is more a buyer of like commodities or real estate. But he says, doesn't think that the US is currently in a recession. And that's why they changed the definition and I think a lot of people, especially if you're on the right, you made fun of Biden because they changed the definition of what a recession is before our eyes. But I would probably agree that I don't wouldn't call it a recession now. It's just the fact that our economy didn't grow by double digits after a complete shutdown pandemic. And just because it doesn't grow up for 10% plus in a quarter doesn't mean we're in a recession. It just means that. And we had a little bit too much fun, we drank a little bit too much, or and then just woke up a little late, a little sleepy the next day. Yeah. So I love that. Our workforce is still going strong. Unemployment is low. and Right. Unemployment super low. Yep. Demand for housing is super high. Occupancy is super high. I don't know really what the huge issues are other than inflation, and they just have to get that under control. So you have to just pull the lever of inflation of interest rates, and you have to do this sensitive analysis or sensitive play on you increase your interest rates so you don't break the economy by increasing unemployment too much. And the trouble is there's a lot of liquidity in the markets because they just created a whole bunch of fake money, which created the stock market to go up. And that's what's creating extra slack in the system. So it's not instantaneous when we increase the interest rates, the inflation comes back down. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that observation. Yeah, simplepasticashflow.com slash Duncan. And uh, we watched that, that podcast we did. And we'll leave you at this. It's not as bad it was once was. And was it 1985? We're going to have the retreat in Waikiki and it's going to have a little retro theme. It's what I'm planning. Give, give people an excuse to wear the really bad Aloha shirts. So be on the lookout for that, folks. Yeah, sounds fun. Sounds fun. The drinks aren't going to be a dollar twenty-five. It'll be eighteen bucks. Welcome to the year twenty twenty-two. But uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions, topics, you guys want to meet in person, let us know. We'd like to do some live events here in a bit. Anything to leave the folks with, Dean? No, just do it. when everybody's zigging. That's when you zag, and you're gonna. If everyone's scared, then you should be the one. And I need to practice what I preach too. Like you said, you talk about the doom and gloomers. I got that from one of the friends we played basketball with. If you don't get caught up in the fear porn and got to be doing things yeah. to better our financial situation. Yeah. 
I don't know why people like that. I don't know why it's so attractive. It's probably why I was so interested in that. You shocked me when you brought that up. I was like, wow. A mystery, too. Oh, yeah. It's just like why people look at accident on the side of the road. Yeah, as much as you don't want to, you just have to, right? Yeah, you got to look. But if that's who you guys next month. Free Real Estate Investing Group. Check out reialoha.com. Hey, just some legal stuff here. Although these two brothers are pretty knowledgeable and have over 2,100 rental units and own over $160 million worth of real estate, the preceding are only ideas and not to be taken as legal, tax, or financial advice, okay? You should always seek the professional advice of other professionals on your team and think for yourself and do your own due diligence, okay? Aloha.